They call me the Mad Charter because I shark so much. This is Phone Freaks. I'll drink some of your pee if you drink some of mine. No, thank you. <laughs> It's a lovely Wednesday today. Happy Wednesday, Mamsie. Thank you, CJ. So for all of our listeners, we are now well into season two. And today you're going to notice a change in the format. There's a certain individual that is no longer present on the show. Do you want to say who it is? Do you want to say who it isn't? <laughs> well, it's not Mams. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's CJ. And Hamburger Head is still here. I'm sure we'll hear him snoring later. <laughs> Kevs. Kevs is gone. Yeah. it's. Uh, I haven't heard from Kevs in like two and a half months. Yeah, I think I I think it's been longer since the last time I've heard from him. Was it the last time we recorded? Yep. Holy cow. That was back when uh, Rory was with us. Mm-hmm. Good old Rory Knox. Shout out to Rory Knox. <laughs> um, so I guess that we can we can discuss the different reasons why we think he may not exist anymore. <laughs> oh. I have some theories. Yeah. Okay. I will let you go first. Okay. I think Pumpkin kidnapped him. Hmm. So kid. Adult she, napped? She did move out to the beach. Okay. From the mountains. Okay. So you're debunking my theory. I just don't know if she... She voluntarily left. Yeah. So then why would she want to capture him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's I'm, like, I've escaped. I'm feeling like she would <laughs> She would get some clarity after leaving the thin air up mm-hmm. in those mountains. Mm-hmm. Having the fresh air of the ocean just... Okay, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what the motivation would be to kidnap him. Now, murder him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and take him in a boat out to the middle of the ocean. I mean, that would that would make more sense. But she had him kidnapped. She just didn't have to leave the mountain house, and and he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. What do you have a theory? I mean, he talked a lot about bears. Okay. He could have gotten eaten by a bear, like um, a grizzly man. And he got eaten by a bear. <laughs> So he was hanging with the bears for like three months and the end of the documentary, he set up a camera and like went to go play with the bears and they ate him. Shut up. Mauled. Yeah. They killed Shut him. <laughs> and it was, all, it was recorded because he had the camera on a tripod. Talk about doing it for the gram. <laughs> so who then after was like, uh, I was supposed to be working on this project with this guy he has not got the footage to me. And they just went to his place and they were like, oh, here's the uh, recording. Cool. 
let me take this and turn it into a project. His girlfriend died too. The bear killed both of them. Gosh. <laughs> were they not feeding these bears? They were in a, they were in the Alaskan wild. They were New Yorkers, and he was studying bears for several summers at the park. They were attacked and killed by a bear on October fifth, two thousand three. Same bear. Yeah. <laughs> so a pilot found their remains. So I guess I guess one of those little like bush pilots was flying over mm-hmm. and just saw dead bodies. Yeah, they they filmed their own death. Do you think it was a murder suicide that the guy was like, "Let's see if the bear will eat my girlfriend. <laughs> She's really pissing me off." I spent way too long with her. And then, up in Alaska. Then he realized it was on tape and was like, "Oh, son of a bitch." And he's like, "Now I have to go pretend to save her." <laughs> no, get off of my girlfriend. Please don't eat her, bear. And then the bear was like, wait a second, this one has way more meat on it. <laughs> She's already dead. I'll save her for later. Yeah. Um, I think the the lesson here is do not just like wander off into the wilderness with your partner because it could be like the that van life couple. You're going to die if you just decide to like live off the grid with someone else. Got it. Note to self on how not to get murdered. I don't know if if Kevs loves the bears enough to sacrifice himself to the bears. Yeah. Although they did come into his house one time. In? In. They opened the door and walked into the house. What do you do at that point? You're just like, "Mm, I guess I... Yeah, he showed me a video of it. But the bear figured out how to, like, turn the knob on the door. (laughs) Damn. I think they were hibernating, though, when he went missing. Okay. okay. So I guess that's debunked. Okay. Hmm. Do you think he got arrested? Ooh. Ooh. Arrested for fucking an underage girl that he (laughs) met at the gym? (laughs) Yeah, his American beauty fantasy came true. I think that one's very possible. But I mean, he did always joke around about how if he was arrested, he would call the line as his one phone call. I haven't been looking for it, though. Oh. Well, if that's what happened, it's in there. Oh, that means it's it's my fault for not <laughs> looking through all the calls. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think the intern may have? gotten tired of what was being said about him on the show and he decided to fist fight his father? Uh, I mean... Because I think the, the intern actually had interest in the American Beauty girl at the gym. Yeah. And that was talked about a few weeks before we stopped uh, hearing from him. Mm. I'm pretty sure that American Beauty had been published already. Okay, okay, interesting. So you just think that he's so embarrassed that the intern kicked his ass that he's (laughs) never to be seen again? I mean, isn't that like a rite of passage for the son to surpass their father and then the father kind of like breaks down and withers away after that? Uh, Yeah, isn't that like in kung fu movies where they're like, oh, 
now the, the student is the master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say something about a grasshopper, but, you know, <laughs> yep, that one too. <laughs> Do you think he actually decided to pursue his passion for Asian women and uh, got on a plane? He doesn't have a passport. Fuck. Do you think he got his passport and traveled? <laughs> how, did, how does he not have a passport? I don't know. He's also not vaccinated, so he couldn't go to most places. Do you think he got COVID and died? I, I guess that's possible. I mean... He, he did turn his mountain dwelling into like a flop house. Didn't he say he had four or five guys living there uh, the last time we recorded? What? <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, that's what reminded you of the frat house because you're like, I'd like to think of what it would be like for someone to burgle my home. It's like, well, that's a big, that's a real weird thought. I hope someone burgles my home so that they can yeah. stumble upon all these Manly men, they're going to kick their ass. Oh, I do remember this conversation. Wait. And picturing picturing his brother as a manly man or the intern or whoever else was staying there. You're like, I don't know that anyone would be afraid of you guys. We, we practice Muay Thai with tai, each other. Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> Muay Tai Chi. <laughs> Are you intimidated at how <laughs> slow I can move my hands? <laughs> Look at the muscle control. Um, went on a road trip and ran out of gas. He has run out of gas before. And because he doesn't have a passport, going on a road trip seems realistic, you know? I think he's talked about he would drive back home to Florida from California. He's done that multiple times. Multiple? Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. I drove across the country once. Same. And I don't think I'm ever doing it again. Same. <laughs> no, it's horrible. Now driving to Palm Springs sucks. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even want to think about, like, Driving to Vegas. I never. I would never do that again. Do you think he just went to grab a pack of smokes? Never came back. I suppose, but then wouldn't that be what Daddy Mams does? He cut himself out of the will. That was real dumb. Yeah, right. What was he thinking? Oh, winner, winner. Oh, my <laughs> so I guess uh, I guess we have to figure out. Um, listeners, let us know if this is this is the end of Kev's. So let us know if we need to replace Kev's and we can start that search. But also let us know what your theories. Ooh. Okay, so we'll take we'll take fan submissions for theories on where Kevs went. Yes. What if he was abducted by ali- aliens? Oh. So just gone. Yeah. Vanished. Mm. That would be kind of cool. But how would we know? If he came back and he was like, guys, 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 
I got all the anal probes. <laughs> I was abducted. And the aliens pegged me until I shit from my mouth. So his version of coming. Okay. <laughs> and he came and shared that story. Would you let him back on the show? Just to share the story. Okay. Okay. So we can just get the update. <laughs> But he's off the ride. Actually, if he if he was abducted by aliens, he might be radioactive or something, and we can't really be in his presence because he yeah. might contaminate us. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Do you see how perfect my skin is right now? Like, I can't have radioactive energy hitting me. We'll miss you. Hey, it's Alex Legend, and uh, I'm just having a lot of fun with uh, some really hot girls, so you should come check it out at OnlyFans Alex Legend Free. Viagra helps you already kind of um, feel a little kind of like stronger, but with that being said, like the big, big disclaimer, there's just if you're like completely wasted or just super stressed or anything like that, that stuff only enhances um, whatever you feel like. Um, and um, so it still might not work. Yeah, because like uh, if you have a huge rush of like adrenaline and you're like, then you metabolize stuff, it faster. Uh, no, if you have adrenaline, it's just kind of like even if you take Viagra, you can be completely limp. Mm. Like Viagra, Viagra is not bulletproof whatsoever. It's just like I mean, obviously, like if you're already in like a good mindset, like that helps, which is probably why I think maybe most guys when they just take it at home, just with their girlfriend or wives or stuff like that, like they feel pretty good and maybe they might feel the enhancement of the whole thing. But that's also because they're in like a controlled environment and with um, someone they know. But then when you just start kind of incorporating like the onset kind of like thing, like that, that's just kind of like. That's definitely like trickier. And uh, I guess the best analogy, and um, I'm going to quote <clears throat> fellow uh, male performer, uh, Hall of Famer, and you now director, uh, Tony Ribas, which once said to me uh, early on in my career, a scene is basically kind of like a train, right? So you just need to kind of like hop on the train when the train is in the station and just kind of like live with the train. But if you're like 30 seconds late and you already try to run behind it, it's just kind of like you might still get in, but it's going to be very stressful. Everyone is going to be starting being awkward and stuff. So I think like part of it comes with the um, trying to make sure that the vibe stays kind of like solid and chill for everybody. And once you can provide that, that just like the female performer is happy. The director is happy. Everyone knows they're not going to have uh, dinner at like 11 p.m. and just having to warm up dinner because like their wife are going to be like, fuck you. You've been home more like you're, you're coming home way too late. So. Things like that were, it's almost like preventative in some ways as far as uh, making sure you can handle your business when it's needed, if that makes sense. Hey, how you doing, sexy baby? Sexy baby. Sexy baby. So when you when you started out, how was the anxiety like performance pressure? 
to uh, sit yeah, there knowing it's... all these people are just watching and waiting for you to do your thing. <laughs> um, yeah, at first it's definitely nerve-wracking. Um, there's definitely a learning curve to it. I mean, it's just when I started, just like any other guy, you know, some days you do like pretty good, some days not so good, but it's just, uh, I think the key is um, mental strength, big time. I mean, just in the fact that you kind of fall off the horse and then like how many times are you going to kind of get back on it and just be, <laughs> hey, like I can do that, I can do that. And I think some people after being crushed a few times, it just mentally really crushes them. And uh, some people have the strength to just like, like go back to eat more shit. <laughs> so Does it, um, <clears throat> if you have a bad day, I guess I'll compare it to baseball because baseball players play five, six times a week. You just have to forget that you had a bad, like each day is its own. Yeah, new basically day, right? you do that. But with that being said, though, um, I'm trying to manage my career as far as like the amount of scenes I shoot, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm trying to not overburn myself, though, because you mm. deal with like the body and um it's kind of odd because sometimes even your head could be in the game, but if your body has really been through like already a lot that week, a lot of shoots, a lot of stuff like that, even like your dick is kind of like raw and sore <laughs> just from like fucking like four or five days in a row on set, like in that kind of all day environment stuff. I mean, not necessarily all day, but what I'm saying too is um, people also don't realize because most people don't get to try that at home, but uh, just because you're jerking off to me fucking that girl doggy, the way I'm going to do like the doggy style is completely different from like the way people would do doggy. Because if I was doing it the same way most guys do doggy, you would never see like the penetration or anything like that. So we have certain ways to do position, which creates kind of different kind of frictions as well. Because a bunch of times I'm not necessarily like on axis. So it's just kind of like... You're, it's... you're tilted so that they can get the camera angles that exactly, they need. Exactly. So it's not but, feeling good for anybody. I mean, I mean, it, 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 I mean it still feels pretty good but <clears throat> it's not necessarily like always as good as that kind of off-camera <clears throat> sex stuff um so there's that <clears throat> and yeah as far as like the off days yeah you try to just uh kind of get back on the horse as, as soon as you can and just kind of like try to try to move on i mean like thankfully though it's just kind of uh i've been uh, pretty pretty solid for like quite a while I have my ways to even if I feel like I'm not having like the best day to still navigate that and just power through it. And I think that's one of the keys that is that some days when you're going to feel great, everyone like if you get like a great girl and like you're feeling amazing, like those days, everyone can do well. I think like what makes the difference is when you're having those days where maybe you're not feeling terrible, but you're not feeling like amazing either. Maybe you're a little sore, like you're coming on something, but you're not going to cancel the day because you're not really sick. You might just feel just not maybe 100% of yourself. Um, how do you not uh, get crazy on yourself and how you still kind of manage to relax and just uh, take it step by step to still kind of like power through those shoots? And directors are aware of that. Like they don't necessarily like hate you because like some days take a little bit longer. I'm not saying like way longer, but... If you sometimes need couple breaks and stuff like that, like it is what it is. Like they know you're not having the best day. Um, if they see you having the right attitude and everything like that, they're just going to be just as helpful as they can be as well because they know that 
you deal with the human body and that means there is always a margin for like error to a certain degree you know so walking away screen looking down screaming at your dick what are you doing to me that's not a good attitude to have huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean like that's that's one of the things i think yeah, remaining like calm on set is 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 definitely i think pretty uh pretty pretty important um and you can't transfer the bad energy to like the other performer or else everything is just gonna go no exactly and that's that's very important and i think also that's um I feel sometimes maybe some girls that might be um, like pretty hot and whatnot, but some of them don't have necessarily like those like best attitude on scene and stuff. I mean, eventually, like it's still gonna affect your career because yeah. uh, I mean, because then you're like, being oh, hot's that not was enough. that was a hard day mentally working with her. So then the next time you see that you have a a scene with her, you're like, oh. I have a cold. Like, I just, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, first for, like, the performer, obviously, it's just kind of, like, if you're feeling like you're working with someone that just makes the day difficult for no reason, like, mm -hmm. not fun. But even, like, the crew the crew and the director as well. Because in the end of the day, everyone is going to be paid the same, whether they're working with, like, difficult people or whether they're working with, like, fun people to be around. So mm -hmm. there's obviously, like, the algorithm that is saying maybe sometimes shoot that girl or shoot this guy and whatnot. But, to, I mean eventually that kind of wears off and um sorry being being a nice person on set really does matter you know yeah I try do people ever crack jokes in between takes oh all the time and uh <laughs> Does that ever affect performance? Um, I mean, well, the thing, though, is after a while, there's like certain directors that I've been like shooting for for like years now. So it's just we're obviously have like um, a working relationship, but I'm also like friends with them. Not necessarily like we would hang out like outside of porn or anything. But I mean, sometimes we kind of do at some parties, but I'm saying. I'm not always like constantly texting those people, but just for the amount of hours we've spent on set together and day in and day out. And the thing too is, I mean, you, by, by the time you're just butt naked with like a hard on, <laughs> just kind of like just sweating your ass off because you're just jerking off for the public. It's just like that shit kind of like brings people kind of close together. Kind of <laughs> like, like it's just, it's, it's hard to it's, not it's, be friends with somebody that's like watching you jerk it's it. Pretty bonding, <laughs> that's so. the team sport that you're doing where everyone's jerking off together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the difference though is I'm, I'm being paid for, and yeah. this, this one is recorded, and I'm being paid for it. I think the one you were describing no, is <laughs> slightly different. Excuse me. Um, do fluffers still exist? Uh, no, that's that's. I mean, or is that like a, a complete myth and they never existed? Uh, they might have existed at some point. Uh, to be fair, I've but been in for like the nine, past years. nine years. No, and um, I'm pretty sure it didn't stop like six months before I started. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it hasn't been a thing for uh, for quite a while now. But um, but yeah, I did hear some uh, pretty kind of like wild stories of like back in the days on like people shooting. But the thing that's funny though is I think a lot of people. Um, when the thing of porn still think of like that time of, of like that the era 70s, of porn, yeah. 70s and 80s and stuff. And the way we handle stuff these days is just kind of, um, it's so different. Like, for example, like, yeah, okay, I love to just go out and party with my friends, but 
I'm also like cold plunging every morning. I'm at the gym like three, four times a week. <laughs> like it's just kind of in many ways, like I'm probably living a way healthier lifestyle, uh, being like an adult performer um, than if I was only doing music. Because that shit, like, that keeps you in check. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be in shape to go stand behind a turntable or, or play with a mixer, whereas you do have to be in shape to hold a girl up for six hours a day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, well, so, okay, that you've been bringing up, like, the whole fucking, like, old day and stuff. I, I'd say generally when the sex is kind of um, shot properly between, like, an hour and a half to two hours, we get kind of, like, everything done. Oh, okay. So, but what I'm saying there is, once again, when people are kind of like, oh, maybe like an hour and a half, two hours, I fuck my girlfriends for an hour. That's just kind of, this is not you just kind of like, it's uh, not playing around, it's not foreplay. Spooning, just kind of like slow fucking while you're watching Netflix for 30 minutes, going hard for five, going back to slow spooning. It's just, this is kind of like, the yeah. intensity is kind of higher. So I feel that sometimes when people hear, just even when you shoot like a solid scene, sometimes, um, I mean, Pretty often, I end up doing no cut till the pop from like the beginning, if if we can run through like that. Um, and uh, so you shoot for like maybe thirty minutes straight or something. And even that thirty minutes straight like that, I mean, it's just it might seem like well, thirty minutes, like you can't really do that. But you have to understand that if you go a little too hard after, you're gonna just kind of like need a little bit of like a breather or something. So like that's why sometimes you do like a little bit of like pussating or maybe like BJ in the middle of the scene in between positions to just catch catch your breath a little bit. Um, one thing that I like to do um, is actually having like a timer running uh, on the a stopwatch running kind of like off, uh, off, off set. Um, just, just for the fact that um, even though I've been doing it for a while, the interaction you have is kind of like the the scene partner, whether it's just a boy girl or even if it's like a boy boy girl or if it's like with more like uh, threesome with girls or a group scene or whatnot. Um, the feeling of time passing is going to be super different every time. Mm. And what I mean by that is sometimes you get super into it and then you realize that you've already done like four positions in like eight minutes, BJ included, just because you're super into each other and you go just super hard, super quick. And then you're kind of like, it's not so good because you need to kind of like pace yourself to a certain degree. You need to have like those kind of like peak and valleys and just kind of like ride that wave, um, which I think that if I like to have the timer because some of the day you would, you're going to take it very kind of like slow and sexy, sensual, whatever. And then you're going to be only like two positions, like deep, like 18 or 19 minutes in the scene, which is also going to be kind of like an issue as well, because you're not really having the right pacing for the scene. So for me, having that kind of stopwatch running that I can just kind of like check on like a couple of times during the shoot helps me kind of pace myself to make sure. Uh, and this way, directors that, that doesn't have like to talk too much. And the thing too is, since I know most of them, I already have like kind of like a quick talk of how everything is going to be done. And um, and then I guess it's always that game of uh, once you're done with one position, you just talk to the girl kind of like sexy, kind of, tell her what the next position is going to be. Obviously, the mic picks that up as well. The director can hear as well. So it's just kind of like you're basically kind of like calling the shot, but in like a sexy way. <laughs> like like the world kind of like, oh, why don't you get on your knees and suck my dick? It's like the guy knows exactly what's going to come next. Or uh, why don't you come ride me? And it's just no, like, cargo is going to be next. So things like that, that I guess, you know, with the years, you just kind of like pick up and stuff. And is there a formula to know like, okay, well... 
I was just facing you. Now I got to flip you over so that we get to see some of your ass. And then, you know, now you're going to be on top. So there's kind of like a predetermined rhythm of what transition positions you use. You mean you mean from uh, <clears throat> what position is going to come after, like the other uh-huh. one? Uh, it could, but that stuff—it's not so so much. Kind of, um, you can still kind of play play with it and have fun. The one thing generally I ask the director is, I'm asking for uh, the angle of, of of shoots that, like the the angle of the, the camera shooting he wants to do, because I know that if he's going to just shoot in like certain direction, I know I know exactly how to position myself and the girl for him to just kind of like have kind of the penetration and seeing like the girl's face with the, the lighting like properly and everything and not have him kind of go around and just shoot against the light or like some like stupid stuff like that. Because I think like, I guess that's also another thing too is you're having sex, but you're having sex in uh, like the positioning really matters. Not I'm saying not even just kind of like not the body positioning as far as like how I'm going to fuck the girl doggy, but I'm saying like, even if I'm turned like five degrees one more one way or the other, All like of a sudden you your can ass just yeah, like, half the frame. <laughs> exactly. Or you can be just kind of like blocking the light to a certain degree and stuff like that. So um and the thing is, yeah, obviously all that stuff you can learn. Um, and you do learn, but with that being said, I do feel like social awareness and just kind of like social cues and stuff like that. As far as being like a good performer, I think like those are kind of like like skills that are super, super important. Similar, it's, similar things to what, you know, traditional actors have to do on set too. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. you have to know I where your like light just, is. But at the same time, but you have to adjust. Sometimes you can just kind of like get to like the next level because you're going to get like that special performance with maybe that as a performer. Or maybe you understand kind of like, even though you talk to like the director and he wanted you to be like a little bit more like that, but then you start vibing that the character needs to switch a little bit. I mean, like, all like that's that's the one thing I w- I'm, I'm gonna say as far as um, being some kind of like actor to some capacity, where versus, whether it's um, for like adult or like mainstream and stuff. Yeah, I think that kind of uh, social awareness, social cues thing is just kind of just really crucial as far as being able to last. Because if not, people are gonna start looking at it and be like, we can't really say anything right now, but if you could get that, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Set, one, two, Get some more freaks. Oh yeah. Uh, preparing for the hurricane. Oh yeah. Lucky, lucky you. Uh-huh. Where, oh yeah. Where are you so, at? so lucky. Yeah. Where are you at? In Florida. I know, but where? Tampa. Clearwater. Um. Tallahassee. No, like Naples. This guy knows his, uh, oh, his map of Florida big time. There, he was you? dropping names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you been anywhere other than Miami? I'm glad it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I've been to like few, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I've been to like Tampa and kind of like Naples and uh, okay, drove through Tallahassee as work. well. So, yeah, I'm mean, everywhere he was just naming. Basically, yeah, I could have been dropping Florida the same way you did. Hopefully, it holds up. It did during the Irma hurricane. Like ten years ago. I like how he's just joking around, okay. and she's like, uh, yeah. that, "That might suck for me." <laughs> I was like, hmm, "How did I that die?" <laughs> I'm not on a well, so. No, did you get water? No, you I don't need your water. How do you? You don't lose water. You don't. I'm not on a well. Okay. 
Is she right though? You don't lose water? I feel that if shit gets bad enough, right, it's just kind of like... If you're on public water, um, I think that you're good as long as the sewage plant doesn't get destroyed. Because the, the water system is a closed loop. Yeah, but the prime is with like all the water kind of like going through and stuff like that. Sometimes they have problem like filtering it proper, right? Ah, I don't think... That's why they're talking about the wells. So if you have well water... And all of the shit floods into your well, you're kind of screwed because you don't have a filtration system of that level. Yeah, but also, I grew up on well water. If you have a well and you lose power, you can't pump. Yeah, you can't get it. Yeah. But in this case, I do think she should probably get a bunch of like jugs of water, but she does. She seems to be like, no, I think I'm good. I guess not. We have the, do we have I the next? So. Uh, do we have the after uh, hurricane uh, <laughs> phone call to be like how well she enjoyed it? No. And did she dry out? <laughs> she had to start drinking but her like, own where piss. She's got one of those yeah, military but, helmets yeah. that has a filter There's built into in it. And one way I feel like out. if you I'm drink your own piss, eventually you run out, right? Because your body is probably keeping you some oh, every true. time. Yeah. Because I don't think well, you piss all the while you yeah. drink, and right? Well, because like your, your body to? keeps some, and then yeah. you sweat some yeah. of it out anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, and on I'll be okay. I think it was Naked and Afraid. They said you can only drink your own piss once. The second time it comes out. Like it's it's moving towards it's the like too toxic for you. Yeah, yeah, well, because it's already been filtered through like the kidney <laughs> and stuff. Funny yeah. story about drinking your own pee, and you were talking about psychedelics earlier. Um, I don't know, I don't know if it's accurate, accurate, but I've heard that like a few times. Apparently, like the Vikings were just kind of like just going kind of crazy on shrooms and like psychedelics on some kind. And uh, shrooms, obviously, sometimes it's not so easy on people's stomach, right? Or at least <laughs> some people have like harder time with that than some other. But the way apparently they found um, to go around it was to have one take the thing, but then after having the other one drink the pee of the guy who was taking it, and he was already filtering it, so you wouldn't you wouldn't have like any of like the nausea kind of like thing going on. So you can but drink you psychedelic kind of like Basically, yeah, but probably same thing though. Probably like the first. The first, the first draft is the good one. Yeah. After that, you just kind of like, it's, it's not good no more. Oh, I kind of feel like that's something that we would do on the show to test it out. I'll drink some of your pee if you drink some of mine. No, thank you. <laughs> well, I, hold on. I think in this case, the whole goal, though, is to, uh, to do that. So you're using kind of like the kidney filtering from someone else to... Like, well, no, avoid I don't know. kind of like the nausea thing. I but just meant you... to see if it was still going to be psychedelic, if the piss was going to be psychedelic. No. Because we've done mushrooms on the show before. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure to a certain degree, since you're pissing some out, if you're drinking some back, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're getting yourself slightly higher. The same as, <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Well, I guess, like, look, if you're, if you're smoking weed somewhere and you're hotboxing yourself, even like the smoke that just sticks around is still getting you high to a certain degree, right? So, yeah. I'm so, guessing, what, like, so what you're saying is Mams should eat shrooms, piss, and then drink his own piss, and that it'll enhance <laughs> no, his what time. No, I'm saying is Mams should just take shrooms, uh, piss, then you drink no, his No, 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 no. <laughs> because this way it's already filtered, so you what know if, you're not going to feel, no, you're just getting the best of it. What if it What if it gives you the the crazy visions that you unlock within yourself then you're actually getting the other person's visions i'm not uh, you think you think you're, you're loading dna in your in your own piece not too damn like that's some like that's some even mess type of shit right there i'm sure there's dna in your piss 
No, I'm not. Yeah, but not, not to the point of sharing your consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be pushing it a bit. I don't know. Maybe you're telling me I'm, you know, going to get high. It doesn't make sense for me to drink my own pee. I already have those visions. Yeah, but what, okay. Oh, 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 oh. What if, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that stuff goes bad, but what if you just fridge it? Keep it, and then the next day you're kind of like, oh, I want to get wait. high, but I want just kind of like, <laughs> I'm out. Can I drink your pee after you do mushrooms? You, I'm not drinking your pee. That's okay. I will drink your pee a week later. Go for it. But you've got to, that means we have to capture your pee the next time I've, that you do shrooms. I've peed in plenty of cups. I, like, I go to the doctor regularly. I get tested all the time. <laughs> Lots of pee. I'm I'm sufficient yeah, at peeing in cups. <laughs> the, the wind. Would you drink somebody's What's psychedelic piss? Um, yeah, probably. One like I feel like there. maybe more like a girl. It's though. Hit as a category. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm not saying just, drink my piss. I, I don't know it's why. It's just I guess that's kind of like that mental that's barrier rough. there. But yeah, I don't know. It seems kind of. Uh, it feels kind of like more naughty like that too, right? I hope you, you... Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to drink my own <laughs> yeah, piss sure, or, yeah. or another guy's piss, but you know, CJ's it feels hot, more like a desert piss. island type of it type is. of <laughs> thing. It's not like I can go out there and say stop. That's for sure. So ladies, anyone's taking mushrooms yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it's what's your mailing address? I think that we can make yeah, this happen. And, and, uh, and um, like, if you have extra, Mam's going to be on it too. So uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll save you some. Just better be some good shrooms. Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to start in cups and just kind of like little kind of labels on it, and just kind of write like the type of shrooms that they take in, and then my fridge, two shelf of my fridge, is just going to be like pea samples. I and be like, mm, this one, mm, that this one's nine right there. Mm. It's premium. <laughs> Maybe. Like, that, that kind of like cherry in the back palette is just amazing. That's right? what would be really cool though. Cause like, I know he, for whatever reason, P tester. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to compare it to wine. Like all of a sudden it's become this thing where, Oh, you should refrigerate your red wine. No, it, it destroys, like it hides so much of the complexity of the wine. Now it's, good if you have shit wine mm -hmm. and you want it to taste better i mean kind of like same with spice you know spicy foods i mean no but i'm not joking like that's it was originally created in countries where like the temperature was really like too high to like conserve food properly and they started putting like salt and spices to be kind of like hey that stuff keeps it okay so we don't you, die every time we eat it you, you know? won't taste that it's rotten because <laughs> It's covered up. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's the funny thing. So if you if you think of all those cuisine that uses a lot of, of, of spice, you know, that's that's the main reason because it's all coming from countries. I mean, look at like South American uh, cuisine is very like not all of it, but there's a bunch of spice in that stuff for the reason that it's 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 warm all year long and <clears> it's in a fridge for a while. It's also I um, I've heard that it helps drink the shitty water because the the whatever chemical is in the spicy peppers uh, combats bad bacteria. Yeah, yeah, gut. really get, like, helps with your guts as well. And everything. So, you're going to shit yourself all the time, but for, only because you're eating spicy food, not because you're drinking contaminated water. Yeah, I mean, but after a while, though, you don't really know which part comes from which part. <laughs> it's just kind of like, it's just liquid when it comes in, and it's liquid when it comes out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's just after after almost nine years in this industry, my uh, my uh, 
my dirty jokes filter is, is pretty off. So um, your yeah, kidneys just... are broken at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no more Hopefully filter. Not. <laughs> oh, mental kidneys. Oh yeah, mental kidneys. Those have been uh, have been gone. Uh, I sold them on the black market years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need these. <laughs> nah. Today's word is bottom, as in I'm a bottom looking for a top. Hello. How's it going? How's it going? How are you? How's everybody tonight? Hello, Jeremiah. I'm I'm sorry. I I I can't seem to hear you. Hello? So this guy is building a spaceship out of plastic buckets. Hey everybody, how you doing? So his name is Elon Dust. <laughs> I agree. Oh, that's good. I can't hear you. Did you say a chick fight? How you doing, old timer? Old timey. I'm not old timey. How are you? Uh, are you new age or something? <laughs> Just as their uh, Jeremiah paradise? Uh, well, yeah, actually it is. How are you? Not bad. Can't complain. How's it that way? Is there like oh, a prerequisite oh, to get hello? super yeah. lead or drunk before you call uh, that line, or do they? Because or do you audio. just don't pick uh, like hello? the peak with sober people? <laughs> it's just so. I mean, unless they talk like that. Once again, I can't remember last time I went to Alabama. So, um, so um, most of them are high or drunk. Uh, but it is twenty. You know, it's twenty-four hours a day. So we're recording around the clock. And panic attack or something. I'm moaning. Whatever happens to get chosen for that day. You know, relax. Oh, oh! If you think you have rigor mortis, you should go to the hospital immediately. I don't know. Can't listen to everything. I think that was the guy from the Weza commercial, right? Which commercial? Weza! Sounds like him, no? Weza! <laughs> Getting ready for the Super Bowl. Hello? <laughs> Gag with heart fractures. Hello? Okay. You're still here? Why? Oh, okay. oh they tolerate some of the worst nonsense you've ever heard, and then they just keep trying to talk over it. I feel echoey all of a sudden. I'm getting too loud. I'm getting on everyone else's mic. Damn it. Hey, how are you? Sorry, I lost. You know, you're selfish. I don't think no and none of that. No. Selfishness. Selfishness. You know. It's stranger because I feel like if you'd go there and just try to like talk to people like they're all just speaking on each other straight up. But it doesn't really seem like there's like that really like 
camaraderie vibe going on. <laughs> just, just speak on each other. And it's just more get aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a audio Twitter. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's um, Alex Legend here, and uh, if you want to see a lot of the French baguette, you can find it at OnlyFans at AlexLegendXXX. I'm going to blow your back out. Where? Damn, this young, man, you on the chat line, want a nigga to fucking... This young... Young man, this is fucked up. Oh, you gay and you gay? What was that? <clears throat> I said so y'all are gay. No, I'm not, sweetheart. Are you a man or a woman? I'm a man. <laughs> no, she's not. That's, that's my baby. Hey, sweetheart, how you doing? Oh, I'm a man. No, you're <laughs> not. So sexy ass. Yeah, no, you're not a man. I take a chance. If you say you're a man, I take a chance. I don't believe it. <laughs> Scorpio like men. I don't believe that. The girl's sexy as fuck, man. That's right there. Tally? Is yeah, Tally, no, I want her. Is this when everybody decided that Scorpio has talked to trans women? Real talk. I had an um, opportunity. She's ready, you know, let me in. Because Tally's just trying to mess with no, her. <laughs> She'll tell you. You had an opportunity with me. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> what the fuck does this happen? Make sure you give him a chance, though. Kelly, remember she's trying to play me off, but it's cool, okay? <laughs> Kelly, cool as fuck. But Kelly did try to, you know, make a move back in the day, and I turned her down. <gasps> but I shouldn't have, but now I regret it. The I regret drama. it now, Kelly. Talking about when I told you to get on video and you didn't. Oh. Yes, yes. Ooh. I told you to get on video and come up because you were talking smack. Yeah, and I, I was. Can we do it now? What? Well, can then we uh, do the live chat now. I would say no. Get on Messenger. I told you. Oh shit! Sure. Oh. She said yeah. Okay. Get on Messenger. Yeah, What's your name on it? What's your name, Kelly? You know my name is Scorpio Suppling. What? What is your name yeah, on but Messenger? Is that their same name on Messenger, <laughs> though? <laughs> she gave it to him before. Come oh. on, you know damn well I don't speak no goddamn, uh, uh, um, what is it? Island without the D, P-A. Come on, sweetheart, come on, syllables. Do they do syllables okay. over there? Yes. Do they do syllables? <laughs> I think she's spelling letters, right? I'm asking you, Kelly, do they do syllables, though? I'm going to break it down in I syllables. I would love to... Message somebody with the puppets. Eastland. Para Isu. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Say it. Para. I, I got the Isu. I, I, I got the Isu. Para. 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 Isu. Are you saying para? Yes. Okay. Oh, is she giving her, yes. uh, her okay. name or is she cute. just I teaching like a new language? <laughs> Damn. Man, everything about you is just mm -hmm. fascinating, man. You just. There's no fucking ass in. I am I'm getting ready for work. So this I don't have without a, lot of time a day, she said. Okay, because we got time to go in there for a minute. Then. I thought she said para isu. Okay. Let me write that no, down. No, you're trying to find her right now. Isu para lusu. 
Taco Tuesday, man. Fuck Kelly says you don't got a lot of time, man. I don't have that opportunity to talk to Kelly at often, and I want to make the best of every minute. Then hurry up and get on Messenger. Stop playing. Oh, my God. What have okay. we got to write that down, though. I, I will forget that name as soon as I hang up and try to. What is it? I write it. Spell it for me, the first name. With syllables, Kelly, but using spell letters. Your first name. I think she's an Eastland Paraisu. Hello, this is Kelly. Spell your first name. I'm writing it down right now. And all these, all these years, I never knew your real name, the government. You have a beautiful he name. He had to roll over to somewhere and get a pen. It's not like he can just walk over and grab one. That'll sound nice. The last name, Scorpio. Pataluso Scorpio. <laughs> she bailed. <laughs> She, right. gave, she gave her name once and you didn't It's in it. there. I think I might be able to dig it out. Felch me. Felch me, baby. Felch me. Felch me, baby. Felch me. Felch me, baby. Felch me, baby. Felch me, baby. They call me the mad charter because I charge so much. <laughs> I've been eating tacos, burritos, and menudo. Yeah, that would do it. Did, I've been there for did you ever? Days. What do you I do had, if you get? Tummy cramps. Like you got, you just you're blocked up with shit, dirty. and you got to perform. Oh, uh, well, I try to prevent that <laughs> at all costs. <laughs> so you eat very healthy the day before a shoot. Yeah, I try to. Um, I also generally, I don't necessarily like to eat too, too much the day of the shoot, especially if I'm kind of like shooting not super late in the day. Yeah, I know. I'm able to still like stay focused while I'm forcing the back. No, it's, but it's horrible. Like if you just got a gassy stomach because... You know, I love for whatever just, reason. Uh, I eat but yeah, I think like yeah, the key I is just um, I have like a meal plan. I didn't uh, always have like I a meal plan, but yeah, you know, I've, I've been doing that stuff. And I love and, um, I love yeah, I wouldn't necessarily Minoro. like take chances. I'm going to like random restaurants cool. just the night before. Yeah, um, I, love, I also I try to you. not do too much of like the but super uh, greasy like fried food either, just because it's almost like you're an MMA fighter. Yep. I got a taco here you can eat. Yeah, but I feel like for MMA fighter, that, that could turn no, into a weapon. I don't eat a taco in my case, breaking. there's just nothing good coming out of it. Dude, be careful. You hit me in the stomach too hard. I'm going to shit on you. No, or like you're doing like that 69, like trying to just jujitsu position. Like, yeah, you just go for him. That, I mean, that might probably kind of like rattle the guy for a second. You might be able to get out of the, of the grip. <laughs> But you know, in my case, don't know. <laughs> but it wouldn't I, look good, wouldn't smell good, wouldn't just kind of like, I don't know, unless the girl would be turned by it. But then again, it's just, I don't know, I guess that's the kind of question I don't really ask girls. I'm like, hey, uh, in case I fart during this scene, how do you feel about it? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Just for me, if I get, if oh, I get, great, like, okay, I'll do it then. Yeah, so you're bubbly. It's really hard to perform you're just like i don't, I don't oh yeah, no, yeah i know of course feel yeah, good. No, no. you need your stomach to be good yeah so there's no know. trick to it other than go take a shit 
I mean, not really. I mean, well, there's, uh, there's like good health vitamins and stuff like that you can take. Um, just, no, I mean, joke aside, on like a daily basis, yeah. like that definitely, that stuff kind of helps. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to say, I mean, obviously, you know, if you eat like uh, a salad or like a healthy kind of like whatever, like uh, tuna steak or like steak or something like that versus kind of going for uh, some like super fried food and just, uh, I mean, the other thing too is, I don't eat too, too spicy either. Also, probably because in France, we don't have really spicy food. So I wasn't really, I didn't really grow up on the super spicy stuff. So yeah, it's all that's just not butter. one of my... Um, <laughs> butter and wine. <laughs> butter and wine. And no, there's a bunch of like sauce for like the, the food though. But it's just kind of like, it's it's more on the on the tasty side, you know? It's just not just kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> just mouth burning. I think the spiciest is what, au poivre? What's up? Au poivre is probably the spiciest. Mm, I don't know if I add that. On like a steak au poivre? With, uh... Oh, steak au poivre. Okay, sorry, sorry. sorry. I wasn't sure. It sounded like at first like maybe like a, a South American dish or something like au poivre or maybe or like a Russian or something. Because <laughs> I heard au poivre, almost like au uh, P-A-L-V. Yeah, no, my, my French is terrible. But au poivre, uh, yeah. But to be fair, though, um, I love my steaks generally with just kind of uh, with just French mustard. And here they never like, that's one thing at like restaurants, they always give you like the A1 sauce. And I'm like, that's okay, but it's really not the best way to just kind of eat your steak. So what you're saying is you need to get a merce and carry around your own mustard. No, I go to places where they actually carry French mustard. And yeah. if they don't, I'm literally giving them like the stare of death and be like, I'm French and you're fucking up right now. <laughs> but the steaks in France aren't as good as the steaks here. What? God, why? Why do what? the French love you? Love the gristly, fatty. You know, like an entrecote. Oh, pl- oh, I mean, there's. I mean, no, no, but there's plenty of the stuff. Like you make it sound like. I mean, okay, there's definitely great meat in the U.S. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> debate that. But with that being said, you can't just throw kind of like uh, French meat just under a bus like that quickly. I, well, I mean, the the duck in France is far surpasses any of the duck here yeah oh, maybe, oh yeah yeah and especially like the confit and everything like yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah that yeah, stuff but, is next level <clears throat> i don't know i've just i've had okay steaks in france but it's just like oh well, blame him on the place you uh blame it on the place you went to or like the people who took you there don't blame it on like <laughs> french food in general because i mean here's the thing i'm stoked to live here and i'm probably gonna 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 stay here but, um, yeah, I mean, if there's one thing that I think France really has, like, going is definitely, like, the food and the wine, like, by, by a long shot. But to a point where, even if it's enjoyable, like, I can't really, I couldn't really build my entire life just around, like, eating good food and just drinking good wine. Like, I still need to do stuff in between the lunch and dinner hours, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, I guess, uh, I guess, I don't know, like... Let's keep in touch. I'll make sure to just find a couple of uh, good addresses for you next time you go to France. You tell me where you're going. and uh, I have a I'll feeling sure. I'm not going to be visiting France frequently anymore. Oh, <laughs> how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> now that you get the good address, you don't want to no, go because you're going to have to speak highly about France <laughs> and French people. The that's going to hurt you. The only reason that I would be going there is if somehow my little one ends up in France. And then, you know, I got I to gotta hang out with my little one. I can't. Well, to be fair, though, as far as like visiting places and just kind of like all the architecture and stuff like that, I think it's really, really cool to just go see places. I mean, I grew up in a country with like a lot of like historical like monuments and stuff. And but I do believe like people from 
here that have like a shorter history, like should still kind of like visit places. Like one thing that is crazy is um, I went to some like churches and castle and you know, you're stepping where the king was fucking stepping. Like, I mean, it was 800 years ago, but like the dude was there and that dude mm -hmm. was like, you die, you stay alive. We go to war now. You come fuck me. I just have like, oh, you the fucking guy. Like, oh, you're not my wife. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> You're his wife. No, you're not his wife until tomorrow. You fuck me first. Cool. Or he's gonna be. He's, you're gonna be. You're gonna be his wife back tomorrow. But tonight you're mine. You know, I mean, stuff like it's just. I think yeah, definitely way way different time. I mean, even crazy stuff as even uh, like Roman kind of like paved roads too. Those are still around. Yeah, even mm -hmm. like, the aqueducts and yeah, the, like you you're looking at stuff that is like like two thousand years old and it's just kind of so yeah. I mean, when it's one of those things that just put things in perspective, you know, and when like. Here people are like, oh, check it out. We built that stuff 38 years ago. I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, no, my house is from 1929, and everyone in LA is like, oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your house being almost 100 years old is probably like a historical monument. It will become no, a historical monument within the next 10 years. It's on the National Historic Registry already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the. <laughs> so no, so I think that. But whether I mean, I'm not even saying like just just friends though. I'm just saying like all over Europe or even like South America and like I mean all the Incas and Mayas. I mean, I, I just feel. Have like, you been to Peru? Uh, no, I haven't yet. But I'm kind of like I really love kind of like all that kind of like ancient history type of things. So uh, those and also like the pyramids in Egypt and even like uh, there's also a bunch of like places in like India and like Cambodia and all that like that I really want to just go and just uh, but just because I feel that being in those like the energy of those places just kind of like loaded with something it's just kind of like you can feel that some people were there kind of like a long time ago and some in some ways it's just kind of like it's still kind of like like resonating with with that so um yeah I think that uh Keeping things in perspective is the is the best way to not turn into an asshole. I think so. Yeah, no, traveling is definitely beneficial for the soul and the people around you. And one one thing that I feel that I've really kind of learned as I was traveling is that different is just different. And I think most people have that definition of like the word different as like somewhat kind of like negative. Or I mean, at least that's kind of like how I perceive it when I hear a lot of people say stuff. And you just realize that. People live differently, but it's just different. It's just, it's, they're not better. It's not worse. It's just different. And yeah, I think like the more people kind of like keep that in mind, I think the easier it is for all of us to just all live together. Because even though we have stuff in common, like everyone is different. Like I, I don't do like the same stuff in the evening as you do or like CJ or anything like that. And it's okay. We can still come together and chit chat for like a couple of hours and just, you know, have a good time together. So, and I think it should expand to whatever people like to eat or is there like whatever kind of like religions they just like want to as long as you just keep it to yourself and just kind of like don't bother your neighbor just kind of like go for it you know yeah share the good parts hey it's alex legend and you heard me on the phone freaks podcast yeah yeah oh